Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. All right, we're rolling. It's number 41. Welcome to the Simon Says Podcast. We're the Get Up Show. Sean and Charlie and Maddie here. Thank you so much. Thank you too, too much for joining us. Hey. Uh, Subscribe and like (laughs) and rate and all those things that you do on podcasts. I'm so happy to be back for number 41. Um, I understand that you guys did one for number 40, I think. Yes, we, we did. Had a huge awesome. celebration, lots of celebrity guest stars. It cool. was amazing. Yeah. Mystery guests. Cool. Um, yeah. It's so much fun. I was um out, you know, I I went to a wedding over on the Eastern Shore. My my young cousin Didi Bopper got married to his real live soulmate Asia, and it's so fun to see kids that in love and when you see it you're like, "Ah, god, I wish everybody could have that." You know? When when he was up there waiting for her to walk down the aisle, and I was watching his face, I knew she was coming, but I was watching yeah. his face to see his reaction. And oh, it I was, love that she was. It was just like Christmas the look on his face, and he's like that laughing, you know, and his eyes are so big. And she got down there, and she had the same look. And at one point, the preacher was doing the or you know I'm going to ask you to, to have and to hold I'm going to ask you if you're going to do this till death do you part and she goes yes yes okay yes let's do this yes Aww. it was just ah oh, they're so cute and they're like one of those couples that was like a package deal from the time they ever got together they were always together and it wasn't one of those things where you saw them kind of bubble up and get tense and you know you worry about them like uh oh yeah never any of that just a perfect loving young couple so talking about the um you know when he first saw her when she came down the aisle and everything there's a new tradition that people are doing that's called the first look Uh and basically it's so they can get some of the pictures out of the way so that they're not sitting there taking two hours taking pictures while their guests are waiting but i hate it because it ruined their they do get to see each other but not in front of the entire crowd of people who came to the wedding so yeah. you, you don't get to witness his face doing that you know the excitement the oh my god she's so beautiful and her being just you know so thrilled you don't get to witness that because they've already done it huh yeah, that's kind of a ripoff. Yeah, I think but, that's something to be said that the first actual look at your bride to be is as they're coming down the aisle for sure. But then yeah. again, I appreciate that you don't like it, but it is for them. 
You know, it is kind of it's kind of about the bride and groom. I understand that you don't like that, but it's it's for the bride and groom. I'm sorry. Well, then why did they invite all of us? Why did yeah. we have why to go? Here? <laughs> <laughs> well, this wedding was on my birthday. Yeah, so. it was. Did you jump up and say, "This is for me"? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Kind of, yeah. You know, of course, I do soak up all the Halloween attention. When they it cut was, the cake, you ran up and threw a candle on it real quick. <laughs> I didn't make it that far because there was a long, long two-hour taking pictures after the ceremony, and it was way out in the woods. It was at a park on the seaside on the eastern shore of Virginia. Uh-huh. It's called Indian Town Park, and nobody knew where it was. It was kind of unorganized (laughs) the family was kind of spread out all over everywhere and then i was told no you just follow the pumpkins and the mums and go to the end and i was like okay so it's way way down a trail deep in the woods where the ceremony actually happened oh so it sounds like maddie's wedding they kind of that sounds like it could go bad though like i think i'm on the right way to the wedding (laughs) i found this shack yeah, this murder shack or wedding, I don't know. Excuse me, Mr. Myers, do you know where the wedding is? And they had a cool black wedding cake with the bride and groom were skeletons on it. It was a really cool looking cake. You know, that whole, you guys know how I feel about Halloween, so that whole theme isn't my thing, but it was yeah. a neat cake. Yeah, I didn't I didn't stay for cake, but I did. Uh, I was warned by my cousin, the groom's father, don't be eating up all the food before they get here. <laughs> Thanks. Because they had they had chicken salad puffs. What am I going to do? Not eat that? Oh, this tray is mine. Thank you. And they're like bite sized, so all you got to do is pop them in your mouth. Exactly. And the other cool thing about um, my birthday this year was my sister heard last week's podcast where, or week before last podcast where we were talking about velour shirts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she definitely gave me a burgundy V neck. Vintage 1970-something velour shirt, and it fit me like a glove. Oh, perfect. So, did she also hear the part where I want a, a tracksuit? <laughs> I don't know. I don't Sean's know if she's, sister, are you listening? I don't know if she's super attentive to your wants and needs, but... Uh, that's, <laughs> Why not? Come on, we're like good family test. now. We've been together long enough. Right. <laughs> she hears us every week. This is a good test. But hey, maybe, maybe if you're real, real sweet... Maybe for Christmas, because Christmas is coming fast, man. It, it, it's going to be here before you know it. Oh, we should. That should be like our our get up show clothing line, where we're just all in velour all the time. It was a little warm, you know. I, <laughs> You're I, a little warm. I looked fantastic in it. I got to tell you that I, I looked absolutely stunning in it, but it was hot. I saw again at at Costco. They had the tracksuit thing. For yeah. sale again. And and that made me wonder, I almost needed to stop down and pull it out to see if they meant, like, you have to buy the pieces individually or if it's one big zip-up piece. Won't you buy your damn tracksuit quit talking about it? Look, I feel like if I put it out there enough that maybe someone might get the hint. And, you know, there's some holidays coming up, and a uh, certain somebody's got his birthday as well coming up. So, Pe- come on. People out there are already putting their trees up, and I know that to be a fact because I've yes. seen some. Some people, day after Halloween, trees up. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. see, I, I'm diehard. The day, the weekend after Thanksgiving has always been my time to put it up, and um, you know I have seen a lot of people. They're like skipping right over Thanksgiving. They're just going yeah. straight to Christmas. But I have a dilemma. Yeah. Well, can you describe you know, the dilemma? 
I can. <laughs> Last year, so we we moved into this house and it's got 12 foot ceilings. And the first year we were here, my poor little Christmas tree just looked so tiny that I got rid of it. And last year I bought this gigantosaurus. It's so tall. I think it's, what is it? Nine, 10 feet tall? Something like that. Anyway, 20. it's... It's a gigantic Christmas tree, and it takes up this entire corner of the living room. Well, thanks to the Rona and us having to work from home, that corner of the living room is now my home office. Okay. So I don't know where I'm going to put Gigantosaurus. Put it on your desk. (laughs) It won't fit there. Yeah, well, put it on the desk and then carve out a section of it to put all your equipment and stuff, and you work under the tree. Oh, neat. Christmas. You're in the tree. Yeah. You're part of the decoration. That's just, that's a neat idea. Uh, but you got rid of the little one? Yeah. I sold what? it on Marketplace. Why don't you this year, since you have an interesting circumstance, why don't you just get a different tree? Get Go out to the lot and support the wagoners and get you a real tree this year and have, have all the joy of that and the bugs that they bring in and just do that one year and then go back. Do you know how much money I spent on Gigantosaurus? You'll have it forever. It's a fake tree. Yeah. I, but I feel like I need to get all the use out of it. I possibly can't. It's so pretty, though. It's so big. Look, Speak. don't ask for answers if you don't want them. <laughs> Did I say, there, there, I, I'm not sure I said I wanted them. I no, just wanted to tell you, you my problems. That's your, no, that's your answer. <laughs> yeah. We got a practice run on bringing the bugs inside because my wife is like, the mother of plants, and she had them all over our outside. Oh, yeah. And then that first cold snap we got last couple days ago, she was like, they all need to come inside. The babies will die. Oh, and no. so all the plants came inside. And so I'm like, well, here we go. You know, start the <laughs> stink bug tiny baby roach <laughs> onslaught. Yeah, but the thing is, those outside bugs die inside, so you're just getting yeah. bodies. They're not Do coming they, in though? to live. Yeah. Not, all, not the ones that I was finding. Well, they're dying. They're dying. Don't worry. Do you feel like you're you're living in Brian Fellow's safari? (laughs) There is one. There's a giant palm thing that she had, and it's in our bedroom now, and it keeps freaking me out because I'm not used to it. That bug's got devil eyes. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me how I can smell like books. You know that my olfactory is that leads me. I, I lead by my nose like Toucan Sam. Yeah, I saw that, and I immediately thought of you, because you are about some smells. And it's uh, some sort of cologne. Uh It's a new fragrance. 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 (laughs) Smells really good. Ah, God. But uh, you know, Does it smell like wabbits? Yeah. Shh. Be very, very very quiet. Very quiet. (laughs) It just says that it's like it's a bookstore in Portland, Oregon that lets you... They sell this unisex fragrance that lets you smell like books. It's you can pre-order it now for twenty-five bucks, and it'll ship at the end of the month. So we can go uh, ahead and put you in for one, and then you can walk it, around and smell like you you read. Is it is it the Demeter <laughs> fragrance library? Is that what? Because I'm looking at it now. If that's what it is, book smell. No, this is just Powell City of Books in Portland. So maybe that other place is the one making it. I've seen those, by the way. That, like I think that was a big thing. Like, oh, girls, let's go. We're going to design our own fragrances. Uh-huh. And it just seems like a nightmare to me. Oh, this like is so cool. Listen to this. Demeter Fragrance Library, handcrafted in the USA. There's one called Paperback, a trip to your favorite library or used bookstore. Sweet and lovely with just a touch of the musty smell of aged paper. What if I just go in the library and roll around in the books for a while? 
You can do that once, but I mean, you're gonna be busy. <laughs> do they have? Oh, I love that smell. Does it smell like either the uh, the the file cabinet, the the card catalog, or the microfiche? I need you a microfiche. Card catalog. Card catalog did have a smell. You smell like Dewey Decimal. <laughs> hey, you really must look up periodicals. Here's some uh, here's some reviews before you get too deep into it. Melanie says, I really enjoy this one. It does smell like musty paper. Not exactly like old books, but definitely close. <laughs> Do they he- smell like musty paper? Yeah. Doesn't Heather, sound good. Heather says, gosh, I love this scent. I have to make myself not wear it every day so it will be special when I do. It smells dark, sl- slightly sweet, with a little bit of dust and leather. <laughs> <laughs> Does it? Do they have one that smells like the magazines you found in the woods? Because <laughs> <laughs> for do a hot know? second, I just had a you know smells bring back memories. And they when do. you were describing that for for mm. a hot second, I was taken back to a time where a young Maddie <laughs> found a special collection of magazines in somebody's fort. Well, do you know that I never once, when finding special magazines in the woods, I never thought to raise those to my nose. Well, they Never were, once. No, okay. But to be clear, it wasn't that I was sniffing on them. They were just, had been out there so long that they, you didn't even have to. They had a smell. It wafted up to you? Yeah. <laughs> okay, here, Sarah Elizabeth says, almost sweet and musty, but not as realistic as I'd hoped. Perhaps if a book absorbed a cologne spill and dried, it would smell like this. <laughs> it's definitely reminiscent of books but a blindfolded tester would never be fooled into thinking this is anything but a bottle of perfume. Wow, she is way too um, intense about her book smell. (laughs) I can't think of anything like that that I want to smell that badly of. Like, you know, there's certain things that I enjoy the smell. Like, I like the smell of gasoline, but I don't want to put that on as cologne. See, that'd be Mm. easy. You got it around. You got it in your uh, chainsaw. Well, for sure, somebody becomes a very popular boy around the house when he does his leaf blowing. You know, I smell like... Like the gasoline and the backpack blower and some of the, wow, somebody's uh, got their man smell on. That gives me a headache just you talking about Oh, it. I love it. <laughs> but you were talking about eating your orange and, you know, the oil that comes out of that orange skin is a really strong one. That'll stay with you. I love that smell. Oh, well, I, sure. I, I thought of it because I had one this morning and I, I can still smell it on my hands. Cause, and, it's, and it's very rare that you have a smell on your hands that you still want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're not like, oh, God, I got to go scrub my hands. Like, for instance, when, say, uh, you grab a bug that you thought was just a regular bug because someone brought their plants in the house, and it turns out that was a stink bug. You did not. Did you yeah. really squeeze a stink bug? Why I would you did. squeeze it anyway? Because I didn't think it was a stink bug. It but was don't squeeze of... bugs with your hand. What are you, an animal? Right. I had, well, I didn't bear hand. I, what are you, I a honey a badger? Yeah. <laughs> it bit me on the face. I played, that... and I was all sleepy. Thanks, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, it was it was sitting in my bathroom, so I grabbed some toilet paper, grabbed it, squished it, and threw it away. And, oh. then, I was, and then I did the reasonable thing, which is smell my hand. <laughs> my friend Kevin was on the golf course Gosh. with some guys, and there was a guy who wasn't from around stink bug land, and he picked up a stink bug, and Kevin told, Kevin's got this booming voice, and he goes, hey, man, you don't want to squish that thing. I'm warning you right now. Oh, and the yeah. guy was like, <laughs> yeah, right. And so he squeezed yeah, why it with not, his, Squish. He squeezed it with his fingers. And he said, before you knew it, that guy was throwing up on the golf course. See, it's not that bad, but it's like a sour. It's that bad. No. It's not throw up bad. It stinks, but it's not. 
Oh, it's, we could, it's that bad. We could do a tiny ant fragrance bra. You could have Ooh, a tiny ant. Blue cheese. Blue cheese. <laughs> so blue cheesy. Now, Charlie, would you smell the tiny ant fragrance? Because I know that you haven't squished an ant and smelled it. Are she these, did. Um, didn't you eventually try it? I know. I thought you. No, no she I ref- squished it, but then she didn't. I, smell. I squish them all the time, and then I'm like, I refuse. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I don't believe you. I, yeah, I think you have to. I think. Oh, okay. I like the smell it. of blue cheese. So why would I want to do that? Okay, real quick. Then we'll move on. Marcus G says, "Don't do it, man. No, just no. Unless you want to smell like stock from Office Depot, I would not recommend this <laughs> scent. It's sweet and brick all at the same time. You might as well open an ink cartridge and pour that all over yourself instead. Not even good enough for layering." Layering? Trying to smell like an old, worn-out book, and instead you smell like a ream of copy paper. And then, all right, one more. Hebe says, disappointed. For just a moment, I got a breath of something store-like, but then it was all patchouli. I never smelt a hint of vanilla, which disappointed me as much of that used book scent from paper breaking down. Okay, this is not coherent. I just think, wait, just real quick. Did disappointed have an exclamation point after it? Because if so, oh, see, because I would have written disappointed! (laughs) <laughs> but other smells that stay on your hand that I enjoy that you know you might not I use a lot of garlic and I love get like the next day even even after I take a shower yeah if I if I'm if I get a whiff of garlic on my hand it, it's like a little prize I I really enjoy like fresh herbs, especially rosemary. Like, oh, yeah. I, I can't help. Anytime I walk by a rosemary bush, you just yeah. kind of like, you don't even grab it. You just kind of drag your hand. Just, just get the oil. Oh, yeah. Basil, too. Yes. Yes. Yeah, for I like sure. basil. Um, lemon thyme. Lemon thyme is a good one to squeeze on, too. I'm trying to think if there's other stuff, though, that you get it on your hands and it's like, it just won't go away. Because, you know, like they always say, like, if you get fish on your hands, you rub lemon on it and it goes away. And then the lemon stays. Which is fine, but I'm like, is there anything else like that where it's like, you get it on your hands? Although, well, jalapeno, but that's more of a a burning than it is a smell. Yeah, careful where you put your hand. Oh, for sure. No eye, no (laughs) pee-pee. Yep, (laughs) I had that on a mug. (laughs) (laughs) And onions, you know, onions isn't as much fun as as some of those things. No. No, They hang around for a while. So you guys gonna do any Black Friday shopping since Black Friday has already started right now? Does that make does that make it less fun? You know, my sister used to be one who would get up at two or three in the morning and she and her crew would put on their shoulder pads and their helmets and they would be at the stores. They would go over to like Crabtree Valley Mall and stuff like that, and they would be there when they would open up at five in the morning or whatever, back when Black Friday was really Black Friday, you know. And they yeah, would they'd my- come home with bags and bags. My mom and her sisters, that was like their thing, that they always went shopping the day after Thanksgiving and got up. I'm, I'm, they left the house before any of us were awake, so they left like at six in the morning or something crazy like that and did a shopping all day long and had ladies' lunch and everything all day and then came home with tons and tons of bags. That used to be their big thing. But I've never... I'll go out on that day just to go, but I don't do the crack of dawn. I've only no. been people. Once- once in my life, and that was, I did an overnight shift at the radio station, so I worked from midnight to 6 a.m., Yeah. and so when I got off work, I went to Sears to get my then-girlfriend, soon-to-be future ex-wife, uh, <laughs> a, a Walkman, like a disc oh, wow. player, <laughs> if that dates it at all. She was, everything in that story went away. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sears, the Walkman, your wife, the overnight job, everything's gone. It was a day gone by. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I, I didn't even think about that. That is pretty interesting. Um, Neat. The car I drove. No, yeah, but I... I it was crazy, and I'm like, I, I just don't have any desire. I don't, I don't shop like that. But see, nobody does anymore. It doesn't exist in that way anymore. And like, like I'm telling you, Black Friday started at Walmart. What's today? It started on the fourth, and they've got like a it's it's a several parter where they're they're releasing parts of their Black Friday deals right. a, a day at a time. Like they got their their um what do you call them Roku TVs? They're 42 inches, $88. They're 50 inches, $100 or something. I'm making that up, but it's close well, to that. You can't you can't gauge anything by this year because everything's all messed up. But even the past few years, you know, like I said, when my mom and her sisters used to go out, you know, the stores opened at, let's say, 6 a.m. Yeah. Well, you know, in the past few years they've been doing these thanksgiving night things and all those you know it's like they got yeah. kind of crazy I'm, I'm almost that's one of the tiny little good things that's come out of this pandemic as it's making these stores go okay hold up we don't need to do this craziness and they're dialing it back a little bit do you know do you, okay so i was gonna say you know it's only been in recent years that we started to see fights over stuff at stores but yeah uh-uh. the, the, the last thing i remember well that's okay so that's my point so i remember when uh, Cabbage Patch Kids were huge in the 80s. Yeah. And I remember there were fights over there Cabbage were, Patch Kids. Yes. But, but before that, was there that thing? Like, were, I mean, has that always kind of been a thing? Yeah, in certain areas. You know, it was very unusual to hear about it. And it would be like people were aghast to hear that people were fighting over some item. You know, now Col- it's like I ColecoVision. just vision. Sh- right. Well, now it's like I want to show up to a store and just yell, World Star. And- <laughs> And get internet famous for filming, like, you know, someone dragging somebody else on top of a uh, TV box. Oh, I don't know if people had to fight over it or if any of that happened, but I do know that my dad had to go to another town to find us an Atari for Christmas one year. And he he beat the hell out of some guys who had their hand Probably on that did. Atari. <laughs> We've got a, a cool thing up on our Facebook right now. You have $10,000 to spend in one store in one hour. Where would you spend it? That's a great question because we're becoming a not a store society so much. Like my first thought was back in the day, I would tell you right off, it would be an antique store or a pawn shop and I would clean them out. You know, $10,000 mm-hmm. an hour in an antique store, no problem. But now I'm so old and my needs have changed so much it would it would have to be like a high-end appliance store i'd get like a stove and a fridge and that would blow that ten thousand dollars away wouldn't it yeah i mean for real yeah that's definitely changed because if you asked me say maybe 10 years ago i'd have said the guest clothing store i would just go in there and just buy that was my favorite store but now i number one i don't really have a favorite clothing store and number two, yeah, I'd be more about some appliances. Yeah, man. <laughs> <I'm> old. <laughs> Can I take that ten grand down to a car dealership and put it as a down payment? Or what sure. if I take it to the the credit card store and? <laughs> no, and that's not a store. To pay back all those other stores. <laughs> okay, all right, person on Facebook who took what we had and twisted it around, made it something completely different. Well, that but it, that all goes back to the same point because I feel like a I'd be the same thing where that's a great idea. I love the idea of getting a brand new gas stove. Um, 
Oh, yeah. Or that would be sweet, or I'm sure some other like major thing. Like back in the day, I would say like Best Buy. Like I could spend ten grand and just random stuff and electronics no, and stuff. Yeah, no problem. Um, I'm trying to think where else though I would want to go, but yeah, that or like a, a like a cooking store. Like go to the extra ingredient, and just blow their mind. Yeah, but you ain't got room for all that stuff. I mean, <laughs> you'd have to th- see. This is my issue now. I'm not buying a lot of stuff because I don't want to part with anything. I'd have to throw stuff away to fit more stuff oh, in. Oh yeah, you know <laughs> he's full. Sorry, we're full. That's exactly right. All full up, man. It's gonna be tough to spend that ten thousand dollars. <laughs> I'll get rid of my old refrigerator because oh. I've about broken the door off it. You know what I would do. And this is, seems like a weird random thing, but I was just telling my friend the other day that I wish I could ditch all my old Christmas decorations and start over Aww. and have like what? beautiful. No, no, because okay. First of all, I don't have children that have made me cute little things through the years, so there that's out the window. But also, my none of my stuff. I would love to have that beautiful, everything goes together and it looks like an interior designer put it all mm. up. And like, I would love to have that. My stuff is so random. But and you like, can buy all that crap at Dollar Tree, though. No, that's crap. No, you can make it look just no, as good. I you want, you, don't yuck my yum. I want <laughs> the fancy interior designer Christmas. Okay. I, I hear you. You know, and, and I encountered that. Uh, in a past relationship where it was like every year has to have a new theme kind of thing. And, oh and we had a God. major blow because I've got a box of ornaments I've been dragging through my entire life, including I have a Snoopy ornament that's as old, if not older than I am. Oh, yeah. And then wow. another one that's from even has a date on it, 1976. It's older than my wife. You know, I've got a box. Young wife. <laughs> I've got a box of ornaments that I don't even break out anymore because I'm afraid that they're going to get broken. And some of them were my grandmother's and some of them were my grandmother's mother's. Yeah. And I used to put them on the tree. And then I had some tree um, incidents and I no longer put them out, but I have, I still have the box full. And I, I don't know in what scenario I'll feel safe about putting those out anymore. Maybe they're just a boxed item from, for, for all time until I die and somebody goes through my crap and throws that away. You know, I did have to do it. We did do a whittle last year, though. You know, on that note, Charlie, I get that because you, I had some that I was just dragging along for the sake of it um, and not wanting to get rid of them. And they were like, yeah, these don't need to be on the tree. Yeah, so, I do wish I had had the foresight to keep some of our ornaments that we had growing up. When, you know, when my mom moved out of our big house, I wish I had thought to take some of those then. Because um, I don't, I don't have any ornaments from then, and I wish that I did. But all of my stuff that I have, even though I do have, like I have an original first year Carolina Panthers ornament that I think is pretty cool. But everything is like I buy Christmas after Christmas when everything's on sale, and I'll buy this random thing and that random thing, and just none of it goes together. And I think it'd be nice to just have it all be beautiful. I I think that's wonderful that you think that and that you want that, but. Everything Christmas goes together in my world. If, if it's Christmas, it goes with it Christmas. It does. But. but hey, so how much are you guys loving the time change, that extra hour of sleep you're getting every single day? Are you loving it? Are you with me? Are you getting it? You with nope. me now? Okay. Yeah. I will give you the, this one thing, and this is it. There is no such... First of all, I, I strongly disagree with the extra hour of sleep. I don't think that's how that works, but that's oh, it's my... fantastic. Again, I have been enjoying 
So for, for, for the last few months, when I get up in the morning, it's before my wife gets out of bed. And so I don't turn on a light or anything. I'm just grabbing things in the dark. Right. So recently, it's been nice to see what I've been wearing. <laughs> see what you're grabbing <laughs> for, for reals yeah but a couple times it's been like this is definitely this shirt's inside out or you know this this isn't this doesn't shouldn't go together and again at least i'm in my house but yeah i, I will give you that it has been nice to have uh, a little bit of light in the morning but i hate the end of the day the end of the day is the worst. The other night, my boyfriend had to work a little bit late. Usually he's home by about 5.30 or so, and he had to work till, I think, like 7. And I was like, God, is it midnight? Where are I you? I swear to God, every day, every day, like 6 or 7, I'm like, what the hell is going on? What is it midnight? <laughs> it's got to so be midnight. dark. So, someone put a blanket over the birdcage. Time to go to bed. Night, night. Yeah, and, and people with dogs who are on a walk schedule and stuff, they don't oh. get it. They don't fall no. back. Okay, tell us, the, tell us the Harry Styles thing quick. Okay, so his car broke down and he went to a nearby house asking for help. And the family was like, oh my gosh, Theodora lives here and she is the hugest fan of yours, but she's not home. <laughs> and, you know, you'd think they'd be like calling her and be like, Theodora, get yeah. your butt home right now. Well, right? for whatever reason, they didn't do that. So Harry signed some things for her. They have a picture of him feeding her pet fish and... He was like standing in her bedroom. Oh my God. And poor Theodora did not find out about any of this till later when she got home. Uh, I hope she murdered everyone. <laughs> I, I, know. Think, I think that's a reasonable defense in court. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So, so, I'm sorry. Your Honor, Your Honor. Harry Styles was in the young lady's bedroom feeding her fish. And no one called her to tell her to come home. Oh, I mean, look how, look how dreamy he is. Look at his hair, Your Honor. He touched the food that goes to the fish's mouth. <laughs> yeah, poor thing. Yeah, I have a, a similar situation that happened to me back in college. What? My, um, so this is back before cell phones. And we had, it was the end of college, and I had told my roommate, I'm going to our apartment to clean stuff out of the apartment, and then I'm going to my aunt's house and whatever anyway and she knew my schedule she knew where i was supposed to be and so my friend who worked at a deli got a call and that she was asked to do the backstage catering for the winger concert she tried to call me to help her she called my apartment my roommate was like no she's not here um i don't know where she's at so i'll do it oh my god Wow. I literally passed nice. my passed my roommate on the highway, not knowing where she was going. She went, helped my other friend out, got to hang out with Kip Winger and the band, do the thing, whatever. I didn't find out till the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad about this at all anymore. <laughs> well, don't you think, though, that that was a super rare once-in-a-lifetime thing for that roommate and that you've done 1,000 of those events in your life? I have now. I hadn't then. That was back in when I was in college. I'd never done anything like that before. And besides the fact that she barely knew who Winger was and didn't care. Yeah. I don't think that counts had, as retroactive. I had his picture everywhere. I would have died for that at the time. Yeah. You, you didn't have the chance to make that choice. Unlike the very young me oh, who knew. Wait, hold on, everybody. Let me get the violin out. Who knew. <laughs> 
that Darth Vader was going to be at the Henderson Mall because there'd been a poster up at the Henderson yes. Mall at the entrance for, God, weeks. And, you oh, know, you, you go to the Henderson Mall every day and you go there on Friday and Saturday nights to go to Fast Break and go to the arcade. And when you're not in the arcade, you're walking from Roses to Leggett's back and forth, you know. As one does. Yeah. so. And so you've seen the the poster that tells you that Darth Vader is coming, and you know he's coming, and then the day comes, and Darth Vader is there, and, and you're saying, nah, I'm not going to go see Darth Vader. I, I'm not going to bother. But you love Darth Vader. You had Darth Vader posters everywhere. Of course. I had the action figures, both the small and the 12-inch, and of course had the lightsaber, everything. Had the cape, and you think, nah, I'm not going to go see Darth Vader, and the time just ticking away, and then... At some point, you say to yourself, you've been such a fool. Of course you need to go to the Henderson Mall and see Darth Vader. It might be too late now. Darth Vader is here. You rush to the Henderson Mall to see Darth Vader, and you get to the door, and Darth Vader's already gone. (gasps) No. And you ask the man, will Darth Vader be coming back? And he says, I don't know. No. No. Do you think he knows yet? True story. Bruh. True story. You know. And on that note. <laughs> yeah. On that sad, sad note. Thank you for listening to this. So don't ever miss a chance to go meet one of your evil dark heroes wherever. Yeah. It, and, and don't let your dirty roommate <laughs> answer the phone when you're not home. <laughs> And next sure you time, you give them a detailed explanation of everywhere you're going yeah. to be. <laughs> next oh, wait, time, I did that. I'll tell you a story about a worldwide wrestling hero and a series of phone calls. There's Ooh. more. Okay. Yep. All right. So that's it. All right. Final thoughts, Charlie. What you got? Don't try to smell like a book. Just get the real thing. <laughs> I smell like a comic book. Maddie? Listen, Sean's sister, I know we don't know each other, nor have met each other, (laughs) but I feel like we're close enough through this over-the-air relationship that I merit some sort of present. Have y'all not met? You have great taste in velour. No! Well, maybe briefly at one of your birthdays. I don't know. Yeah. Weren't you at the one at the kiosco? I was. Sean's sister, I take that back. We have met. We go way back. <laughs> now you're not getting anything. <laughs> Therefore, that, look, that moment meant a lot to me. <laughs> cool. Shoot. <laughs> Thanks so much. Subscribe and rate and like and do those things and live your life to the fullest. And we'll see you next time. Bye, kids. All right. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.